Hey, this is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. We go over actionable tips that have served my business well over the last 30 years, and hopefully they'll be beneficial to you too. What's up, party people? This is Brian Jump. Welcome to the SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. These once a week things are easy. I'll tell you, I mean, I, I miss doing it daily or three times a week, but man, it's tough. I, I might go back to like a like a short form, more frequent during the week. I kind of miss it, but I don't know. We'll see. As soon as I miss it, it, it I get bogged down where I feel like I'm just pressing and I don't put out good content. Um, how was your week, man? How's everything going? Everything good? Heard from a few people. I've got some messages. I figured out um, messages on Instagram. If people aren't in your primary friends, the messages don't show up. All of a sudden, I went into like general chat or or the the section. I'm I'm not an Instagrammer per se. I'm not that savvy. You know, I'm too old. I'm 50s. So you know, you got to be in your 20s and 30s, I think, to really understand uh, you know the newest stuff. But you know, you can teach an old dog new tricks. We're just super ass slow learning them. But um, but yeah, if, if, if people aren't your friends, you, you don't see that they message you, which kind of, that's a stupid default. I mean, I, I, you know, PSA to Instagram guys, you know, the corporate execs or the developers, that's a dumb setup. Have some sort of thing that lets you know. I know if, if you're getting spam constantly, you toggle it off, but default to it being on. Because I had like 50 messages dating back years, which kind of sucked. I feel kind of bad. Hey, I need an estimate. Hey, I want to get service. Hey, I want to train. Oh, shit. Good to know, you know, so anyway, yeah, that's how much I start this episode off this week with a little vent. You know, I'm always good for a good vent or two if you've been around. If not, let's tell you what we're about. Brian Jump, SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast, over 30 years in paintless stamp repair, uh, running the operation, service, manufacturing paintless stamp repair tools, and training. So anything within that realm, occasionally I'll go off topic and talk college baseball because my son's... Um, I don't talk about my daughter too much. I love her, but it's, I don't know if it's not topical. She's uh, in college herself. She's uh, undergrad pre-med. Very proud of her. She's kind of the, the, the geek or the brain of the group. Super proud of that girl. Um, should have been a, a college uh, softball catcher. The girl was amazing. Had, had a wicked arm, but just, you know, you can't force your kids to do something they don't want to do. And they got to live their own life. So, so yeah, so that's my daughter. You, ne- you won't hear me too, talk too much about her. But yeah, we'll talk about car restorations a little bit, Porsches and Volkswagens. Uh, we do those around quite a bit. I got a fat-ass bulldog, um, sheriff. Other than that, yeah, married, happily married for 23 years. So yeah, three kids, married, bulldog, Porsche VWs, baseball, dense. 
There it is. I mostly talk about marketing because to me that's the rocket fuel that, that can help you if you're in the business or planning on it or having a business, whether it be paintless dent repair or any service business. Um, I didn't always know as much it's just osmosis. I'm, I'm like freaking flypaper walking through the wind. I'm not the smartest freaking cat in the room by a long shot, but just because I'm walking through the wind and just longevity, a lot of freaking bugs have stuck to me. You know, and I just I I regurgitate the the bile to hopefully save you know save you guys the pain uh, and then the lessons you know so you can hopefully do it in half the time or a fraction of the time that it took me to to get to where I'm at and beyond. So always be teachable, right? So anywho, so that's it. That's what the podcast is about. Hopefully that wasn't too long of a diatribe. But anyway, all right. So week wrap up. We had a really cool week this week. Met a lot of cool people. Um, I won't tell you everything because that would be a podcast in itself. Um, but it would be kind of fun though. I mean, we, we, you know, it's funny. I mean, we get, we get drama, we get no drama. We, Jeff and I, we try to steer clear of drama as much as possible, but it just seems like it's inevitable. He had a day the other day that he's just like, I'm having one of those kind of days where shit's breaking, you know, problems here and there. But you know what? The people that we had around at that point were grounded, you know, like we had a lady with a Jeep. This lady's 70. She paints, she goes off road in a Wrangler by herself and paints these amazing Nate natural portraits like Ansel Adams if you're into art and stuff and, and she's successful she sells her art she makes a living she travels the world um but anyway so she hit a deer of course right and jacked up her headlight and and we fixed it but you know what we did in our infinite my infinite stupidity I forgot to align the headlight it was pointing up so she tried to just pull on it and broke it so anywho stuff like that you know I mean but luckily she was super cool came in we fixed it while she waited um, did a couple of extra bonus things while she was in here. It's always about delivering more. Delivering more. You know what? People, they like you. You chat it up. You make them hopefully feel good about themselves. Because in my opinion, something I've learned about, you know, the flypaper walking through the wind for 31 years, it, it's it's not even about the repair. It's about how you make people feel, guys. If, if you do a sh- and, I, and I've been taught this. It wasn't even me at the beginning. Sharif Gurgis, Egyptian, former tech who worked for me. Horrible tech. I'm like, how are you still in business? I mean, I fired him. He was doing PDR training for us out in Florida, and it, and there was a space shuttle going off that day, and he dismissed everybody for training to go watch the space shuttle. Yeah, you know what, Sharif, I got to cut you. You know, I, I called me crazy, and, and I get it. It's a life experience, you know. But you should have kind of asked. Maybe we take a consensus with the class. We don't just dismiss class. But uh, anyway, Sharif, super super horrible tech. Now he's you know 15, 20 years into. It, I'm sure he's fine. I think after seven years, he got decent, but he made people feel good. Yes, he did. He was a charmer. He was a charmer. Had a little rat face, but he charmed people. He would smile at you and twinkle his little Egyptian eyes, and, and people loved him. People loved Sharif. You know, smile, just chill, good dresser. Um, just, just a, I mean, just a very uh, charismatic individual, and, and that's make people feel good. If you can do that, if you're a, a feeling gooder, a good feeler or whatever, Yes, you will have success. You know, it's just icing on the cake if you actually do good work too. Um, so anyway, so yeah, cool cars. Mustang Mach 1. I'll just tell you about that one. Guys, silver black, original interior, kind of jacked up, lacquer check, not even lacquer check, and just shitty body work, got hit in the rear. So we're going to fix that, that wonderful car. Cool cat that dropped it off. Um, just, I love muscle. I love muscle. No, not on men. I'm not, you know, freaking, um, what's that one band called? Uh, men at work? No, not men at work. You know, staring at men from Brussels. No. But, uh, no, I like muscle cars. 
cars. There you go. Not that there's anything wrong. Anybody out there, you like muscle? Good for you. Good for you. Not your own. Not, no worries. No worries at all. We're all equal, right? It's all good, man. Live and let live. Beatles. Um, so, yeah. Cool Mustang Mach 1. Uh, cool people. Bruce, 81 years old. Nasty scar across his jawline right by his jugular. I'm like, man, this guy gets shanked in like East LA. You know, he, what the hell happened? He's like, no, man, I had cancer. And then he said he went in Joe Namath, and this is probably well beyond my average age and my, my listeners, my two listeners on this podcast. But Joe Namath used to be a super popular uh, quarterback for the Jets and then was doing like shampoo commercials, became, I mean, just, you know, like a woman's guy, you know, a man's man. And uh, they're buddies somehow. So Joe Nathan flies him out to Jupiter, Florida and gets some special off the grid cancer surgery and saves his life. So Bruce uh, gets divorced or whatever. And then now he's got some 40 year old, a 45 year old hottie. I mean, he showed me a picture. I'm like, damn, you know, you know, I, I didn't judge him, but man, that's, that's a pretty strong pull there, Bruce, for 81, you know, but whatever, you know, I never cast a judgment. So, so that was Bruce. So yeah. So, and, and the funny thing about Bruce, <laughs> I think it's funny. So he crashed his, like a Hyundai or something. And the, the, the bid over it, uh, caliber was 5,500 bucks, fender bumper, right? Brings it to us. I do it. I'm like, and I didn't know the bid. If I did, I mean, I, I ain't going to lie. I probably would have chased it up a little bit. 975 for that bumper and that fender, Bruce. All right, done deal. When can we book it? I'm like, fuck. When, you, when, you just, when somebody bites on the hook that fast, you're using way too good a bait. You know, I mean, I, I, it's like I use stink bait and just, I mean, he swallowed the whole hook. I'm like, come on. Um, so I get a call from Bruce. He's, he's not even, hasn't even come in yet. He came in like Thursday, supposed to come in uh, this week. Uh, I think Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't have the schedule in front of me. Anyway, so he's, it's like, uh, hey, Brian, it's Bruce. I'm thinking, oh, she's he's got to cancel or something happened. He's like, look, man, I don't know how they caught me. But uh, the police came to my door and knocked, you know, and, and said, uh, hey, are you Bruce, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah. He's like, well, you know, you fled the scene of, a, of, a, of an accident, and you either take care of this girl's car or you're going to go to jail. And I've never heard of police doing this, but, I mean, real police, but maybe in Bogota or something. Or, But uh, anyway, long story longer, apparently he got into an accident and, fle- and fled, and then they used DMV records, went to his house, <laughs> tracked his ass down. Kind of ghetto, Bruce, but... I mean, I ain't going to judge one of our clients, but that's not exactly cool. Hey, Brian, it's the school named Madison. I hit her. Uh, I don't know how they caught me, but uh, not only fixing my car, you're going to be fixing her car. So just take care of me, and uh, she'll be calling you. And she did, and she was really cool. She's like, I already forgave him. Nice guy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, man, Bruce, 81, you got some charm in you, buddy. You, know, you hit somebody, leave, and you've already had somebody forgive you before the car's even fixed. But uh, anywho, so yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. That's... How, how, do you, how do you, I mean, people do all the time. We get people to come out, you know, for estimates. Yeah, I got hit. They didn't leave a note, blah, blah. It's like one out of 20 or one out of 30 leaves a note. And when they do, I try to hook them up. But, but yeah, that was just funny that this guy's coming in. And I already had some stories with him. He's already hit somebody. So that's the kind of guy I want. I got to give him my, uh, my subway, you know, 10, 10 punch card. You know, you get in 10 accidents, your 11's free kind of thing, you know. So, so anyhow, anywho. All right, or any hey. Um, all right, so we're gonna do. We got a couple things going on. We're already eleven minutes into this bitch. Come on, I gotta I gotta speed it up. All right, so PDR versus. I used to do uh, like PDR boxing matches. We compare the PDR industry to other industries because I'm always so proud of how much goddamn money we make and how easy it is for the most part, right? It's almost like a celebrity death match for PDR tech businesses. So uh, I got a couple of keyed up this week. 
Um, and you guys let me know what you think. If you got any questions, if you think I'm full of shit, um, which I do hear that quite a bit, but um, especially from the wife. But uh, it's another story. So first one up on deck. It's PDR versus. Here we go. Ready? CPA. Okay. Certified public accountant. I'm sure CPA also stands for something else. You know, cock, penis, ass, or something. But but uh, no, I'm talking about uh, certified public accountants. So the top earners, according to Google. And we all know that Google is the source of, of you know, truth and love. 105 grand for a CPA, top earner. Top, not even like mid, mid earners, but like 60, 70. Now, mind you, this is all different markets across the United States. 105 grand, that's just nothing. All right, now, next one, urologist. Specifically, one that focuses on vasectomies. Why do I talk about this? Are you thinking that, hey, Brian might be getting a vasectomy? No, but... Not there's anything wrong with that. Anybody out there shopping for sickness, you go get it. Good on you. Um, no, I had, a, I had a urologist come in, and he loved the business and would say, hey, I'd like to invest. And da, da, da. I mean, we really kicked it off. We're going to fix his Lexus. And how come everything's $1,000 these days, blah, blah, blah. I know it's horrible. Yeah, we're 1000 bucks. pay me. But uh, anywho, so he's like, um, he's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't even make any money. I mean, I don't, you guys probably do better than I do. I'm like, well, shit, you're a urologist. Now you got to be making like, you know, two fifty, four, five, six hundred thousand a year or something. He's like, not even close. He's like, I barely can afford to live in this town. If it wasn't for my, my medical device that I invented 20, 30 years ago and sold for big money, I, I wouldn't be afloat. I'd be in, you know, Des Moines. I'm like, shit. All right, I give it. I give. Tell me what they make. You wouldn't mind saying. He's like, well, just take a guess. I'm like, I don't know. What do you get? Like twenty five hundred a, a procedure. He's like, I have to do three a day, and I get $300 a procedure. He's like, and I do between two and three a day, truth be told. I wish I could do three a day. He's like, sometimes it's just two. So he's making $600 okay? Now, that's pre-Medi-Cal or, or uh, malpractice insurance and, and some of his overhead. So he's right. He ain't making shit. He's probably, I'm guessing, you know, he's making around $10,000 a month. So for a doctor... You know, a surgeon. So I'm just thinking, I mean, I know GPs that maybe make that, but it's like, a surgeon? Um, and I know a lot, of, a lot of my former students are doing 10 Gs plus, you know, easily. And you, and you guys are, you're li some of you are listening. So just think about that. You guys are making more than an Orange County, California urologist. Um, and no, you didn't have to go to med school. So what do we talk about that? Tick, tick a bow, right. So, um, so yeah, so, so far PDR is two out of three. Let's go to number three here. And I just heard this story the other day that uh, um, this guy's, our neighbor's kid is going through electrician school. It's three months. Fast, right? That's fast school, a, a vocational school. He's like, Dad, I don't want to go to, I don't want to go to college. I want to be, uh, you know, go to a voc school, which is cool. I mean, that's what, what PDR is. We're a vocation, right? So he's like, I'm going to be a lineman. Uh, SoCal Edison uh, is going to pay like 80 grand, but then it's the overtime that really, really sweetens it up because there's a shortage of linemen. Um, so they're getting two to three times overtime. He's like, the average guy's making 150. The top guys are making 250 a year. I'm like, shit, that's pretty good. Right out of the gate, you're young, you're 22, you're 21, you're 23. You know, 150 to 250? And you're, you can learn it in three three months? Now, grand, these might be the guys that are climbing up poles. You know, you, you there's a little bit of risk. You know, you, you could get fried like a fucking, you know, a, a Tostito on a barbecue. But, hey, every job's got its risks. So maybe some more than others, but but yeah, that was pretty good. So I, I would go, I would go tie to this one. I think I think PDR wins the first two rounds. This, this is a, a draw. 
you know, and I'm still going to put the hand up in the air for the PDR tech, you know, all right, PDR wins all three, but that was a close one that last round with the electrician, because I think electrician could, could have won. And some, let's face it, you know, I, I here's the, the numbers that by my, my humble uh, in, interpretations of, of the industry, I'd say in America, the average PDR tech makes around 95 grand nationwide from what I've seen, what I've heard, what I, I think I know. The middle top are probably 175 and then the top earners are over 300k. So that's that's what I that's what I seem to see and hear and know from former students, from competitors, what we do, blah 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 blah. Right? So there it is. All right. All right. So now on to uh, topic number 2 of, of this week's podcast, the May 22nd podcast. All right. So Chat GPT. If you guys know what that is, that's the AI language program. Um, Google's got one now. Bing's got one. They're starting to spread up everywhere. It's cool. If you, you guys really should go online and check it out if you haven't already. Bump around. A lot of the college kids are using it for writing their term papers and shit and their, and their essays. Um, it, it's legitness. But um, So I, I asked ChatGPT, and I'm, we're going to go over this. I said, hey, you know, all-knowing orb in the sky, what's the best way for my PDR business to get maximum leverage? And, and it, I really, I, I framed the question. It's all about if you ask the right questions. I mean, imagine if you had a genie, you know, and, but the questions were limited, you know, and they are with chat. ChatGTP is kind of like a modern day genie, you know, but it's not going to give you stuff. It's just going to give you information. You've got to know how to write, ask the right questions. And that's, that's always been the fun thing about watching, you know, movies with genies and shit. People always fuck up and ask. It's the same thing in real life with ChatGTP. People don't know. There's a wealth of information out there. You know, hey, how do I get out of bad marriage? How do I blah, blah, blah. ChatGTP will help you with a lot of that shit, but but you got to ask the right questions. So I and I, I'm not I'm not quite sure I did, but here it is: to maximize leverage and attract high-paying customers for my PDR business, how can I um, get partner with other businesses who have the best customers, the best high-paying customers? So I already kind of know that if I was especially starting out, like maybe some of you guys were thinking, how can I from the get-go, from from the freaking the the ball drop? You know, when from the freaking starting gun fires off, you know, how can I immediately open my door and I've got hordes of the best paying customers? Well, go to the people who already have them and partner with them or leverage their customer base somehow. So here it is. Identify your target market. So you, you, you wouldn't know who to go go target unless you know who your your best people are. Right. Are your best people, you know, Prius customers? No, my best customers are typically my Tesla customers. Not always. There's some cheap-ass Tesla customers out there. Why'd they buy Teslas? Because they don't buy gas. Because they're cheap. They, they don't care about it being a status. I mean, if you're here in Orange County, you guys, you guys will laugh how many Teslas are out here. It's stupid. They're, they're as common as a Honda Accord. Probably more common. And, and the, the Model 3 is cheap. It, it's like 34 or 36 grand right now. The average average new car is $46,000. For those of you that did not know. Do-do-do-do. Now you know. Um, all right, so... Identify your target market, define your ideal customer within your upper income market statement. Understand their demographics. In other words, get to know their asses. What do they eat, their preferences, pain points. Detail your marketing efforts effectively. Well, that's it. You need to speak to them, speak to their language. Now, if I said I'm, I'm going after the, pre, the cheap Prius people, would, I, would it be the same marketing message? Fuck no. It'd be, hey, I'm the cheap guy. Come on in. I'm cheap. I'm slow. I'm going to barely give you what you want. That's how I can do it but I'm going to give you what you want. Something cheap and shitty barely. Okay, come on in. No, that's not that's not who we're going for. Number two, build strategic partnerships. This is what I'm talking about. So it's going to get kind of juicy, kids. Buckle up. 
Collaborate with other businesses that serve the upper income market segment. Seek out dealerships, which no, I, I don't agree with that one because ChatGTP doesn't know everything, right? Um, luxury car rental, maybe. High-end vibe shops, eh, probably not. And insurance providers, yes. And by the way, maybe you guys don't know, there are luxury insurance companies out there. Yes. I'm not talking Geico. I'm not. Ta I'm talking about high net, net. Uh, what do you call it? high net earners, net worth people. They don't use Geico and, and Progressive. All right, I'm just saying. In case you didn't know, they they got yachts and other things. Yeah, they use a different kind of insurance. Of course they do. Offer mutually benefit beneficial partnerships where you can exchange leads, provide value to each other's clientele. Yeah. Offer exceptional customer service. Focus uh, focusing. This is what I'm into. Focusing on delivering an outstanding customer experience at every touch point. Provide top-notch service, demonstrate professionalism, ensure customer satisfaction. That sounds like freaking rhetoric, doesn't it? It sounds like so cliche, but it is so hard to stand out in a sea of donkeys, guys. It really is. We're, we're garages. That's the way that the client, you know, they think the dents pop out and we're, we're grease monkeys. You have to separate. You have to elevate. You have to educate. Okay, all those Kates. You got to do all that shit, all right? All right, what else? Develop a strong online presence. We know what that means. Social media, website, blah, blah, blah. Leverage online advertising, yes. Participate in industry events. Maybe. Only I would only do that is if I'm going to be around the people that either have those, probably the people like a spoke in a wheel. Am I going to go after the customer or am I going to go after the spoke in the middle of the wheel who has all the customers? I'll go into an event where all those people who serve those high-end customers are going to be. Doesn't that make sense? And then handshake and... Whatever I got to do, back massage, let's start getting some of these clients in, all right? Offer premium service packages. Love this. Develop exclusive service packages tailored to the needs and premises of high-paying customers. Consider additional service such as vehicle detailing, but nah, not so much for that, but, but high-end packages, yes. Implement a referral program. We've talked about this. Hell to the yes. Number nine, nurture customer relationships. Yeah, build strong relationships with your customers. Monitor and adapt. Which is, yeah, it sounds cliche, but it's actually really important. And that's what ChatGTP gave you. I could say, give me more specifics, and it would. It would tell me, I mean, I could probably even ask in the area, hey, who are some examples of some businesses that I could, and it would tell me. It really would. Now, it, it, ChatGTP is only um, up to 2021 years, uh, the database. It's not, it's not 2022 or 2023. So any businesses that haven't been around since then or closed, it's not going to be valid. But you, it, you could say, please search my area and give me a list of 10 businesses I should go solicit. It fucking would. That's what's crazy. You could even say, hey, what's the best best way to attract those businesses? What's my, what should my lead-in be? You know, How can I make, make an offer so good they would feel stupid to say no? I mean, know the right questions. It, it's insane. It really is. So anyway, all right, so... I don't usually give tech tips, and you guys know this, and I've been, had some complaints. I have. Real soft little mutterings. Oh, you don't want to talk about the marketing, bye. I know. I know, bitch. I'm sorry. So, did I say bitch? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say bitch. So, 22 minutes in. Yeah, I'm counting the clock. So, PDR tech tip number one for this episode, May 22nd, 2023. Um, I had a Acura RDX V-Spec fender dent, big, deep, double body liner, kinked in from the, to the, the surface to the depth of the body line, the, the top one where it was deep silver, of course, high freaking flake. And I, I, I won't even get into why that sucks, but PDR techs know why. Um, that about five inches deep, 
it was hit that hard. Somebody backed into the fender. But I'm like, it's not super deep, but yes, that body line's kinked. That means tension. That means the paint's going to want to split. And I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I heated about 30 seconds to a minute with a heat gun, inside and out, and worked it out, and it still, it did, it split. I ended up painting, and I was just like, and this shit never happens. Now, I had the exact same dent on two fenders on thicker metal, okay, on a Challenger this last weekend, my neighbor. I'm like, shit, what's with these freaking, and both sides, like, I don't even understand this. I'm, my wife drives a car. And it's a demon, you know, or Hellcat, whatever. It's a nice one. Freaking red seats, silver, you know, big loud exhaust, you know, blah, 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 Brembo's. So, I don't know why I use that voice, but it just seems to match the muscle car. It's not really, it's not a muscle car. It's, it's a wannabe. It's a new take on what used to be really cool. It still is cool, but what's not cool anymore in the new take. I, I don't, I don't like modern day muscle cars. I like old school muscle cars. But that's just me. Side road. Let's get back on track. So, I the, the metal was so stiff in this bitch, guys. I had to use a three-quarter inch bar. Anybody know how big a three-quarter inch bar is? Like it's, it's massive. It's almost an inch. That's how strong that metal was. Ask me how many paint splits I got in, on any of those two big, similar dents of the RDX. Not one. So, what did I do? What did I do? Did I say like some sort of magical presto, magical peanut butter? And then all that, no. Instead of waiting 30 seconds to a minute, I baked that metal for a fucking five minutes with my inductor. I sat there and held it. I have a little stand inside and out and being really careful not to, and you can do this with a heat gun too. You just got to wait. The mistake I figured out was I didn't let the heat permeate and really rubberize and, and get everything molten and loose. It was still brittle inside. I didn't let it fully get to its flexible state. It's flex state, if you will. Yeah, I'll coin that one. So, crazy. Crazy shit. What do you know? Two dents taken out. Came out faster. Way cleaner. Didn't need to do any painting. I mean, the dent came out really good in the, in the RDX, but he had probably about 10. There weren't even cracks. They're like what I call scars. Just tension that they make these little lines. And in silver... Black, I could have got away with it. No, not white, nothing else. I mean, maybe white even. Yeah, probably black and white. Nothing, Something non-metallic. But not not on high-flex silver. No, no, nay. So that's my tech tip. Don't bake for 30 seconds to a minute. Bake, heat your stuff thoroughly, inside and out if you can. Five minutes. I'm holding up five fingers. All right, hope you can see that through the podcast video. Um, side note. The guy with the RDX, super nice dude, Lenny, I think was his name, called me 30 minutes after he picked up his car, said, man, this looks amazing. Dude's very OCD. Um, Brian, he's all upset, upset. I can't believe this. He's all, I was going to say he's upset and fretting. Upfret. Um, I can't believe this. My car just got damaged again. 30 minutes when he picked up the keys and paid the bill. He's like, yeah, this lady is bad. I mean, this lady and her kid. This kid, freaking karate kid, snapped open the door when he was in his car, just getting ready to start it when they pulled up next to him in this freaking Trader Joe's parking lot and dented it and chipped the paint. I mean, a big chip, like quarter inch by quarter inch. They exchange information. They're going to go through insurance, they think. I'm like, dude, this thing's like a $500 repair. We're not going to. Insurance is stupid unless the guy's got zero deductible. But they didn't. People don't know. People don't know what how much body shop stuff costs. They didn't think we're going to have to paint his whole car. Oh my God, it's going to be three. That No, it's not. It's $500, guys. 
So I felt so bad for the dude because he literally, and I think I even said, I probably jinxed him. I said, hey, now I don't want to see you for a while. And I shouldn't have said that because now I'm going to see him in a real soon while. Just like Bruce with the runaway hitting that Madison's car and trying to run from the law. So that's it, guys. There's my stories. I hope you like them. Let's recap. We talked about a tech tip. We talked about chat, chat GPT, okay, how to leverage your business. We talked about uh, PDR celebrity deathmatch, how much money we actually make in this business. We talked about uh, the week's wrap-up with the cool cars and the cool people, Bruce 81 nailing that 40-year-old. And a sidebar to that, my daughter was here on, on break and hanging out, and, and she could hear the guy talk about taking Viagra and how he can't ejaculate and shit. And my daughter, I look over the corner of my eye, I could just see her her face palm listening to this conversation from 15 feet away while he's outside and she's inside the office listening to how this 81 year old is is uh he's out he needs to see that urologist apparently but anyway i i don't know like i said interesting people it was fun so that's it guys have a great week man go out and make some money hopefully you had a great weekend go make some new friends have some good food live life what, what's that uh carpe diem man seize the day right all right that's it I appreciate you guys. I love you guys, man. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the next SAI Million Dollar PDR Podcast. Bye-bye for now.